the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Buckle up and settle in for a full hour of automotive mayhem with the real car guy, master technician, Mark Salem, where the only two things we can't fix is a broken heart and the crack of dawn. To talk to Mark, call 602-508-0960. That's 602-508-0960. Now, once again, here's Mark. Well, welcome back, everybody. Four minutes after the hour of 11 o'clock. My name's Mark Salem. We've got two people on hold, and we've got three lines open. Gil is the one that runs our show. He's the engineer. He's the traffic cop. He's the pilot of the airplane. I sit in the second-class section, and I just sit around. I'm kind of, Sometimes I'm in my underwear. I hate to put this picture in your mind, but on Saturday mornings, sometimes I haven't brushed my teeth. And, and then I'll just because, walk right by you, Mark. As the pilot, I'll just walk right by you. <laughs> and, and Gil says, as the pilot walks by you, Mark, because <laughs> he doesn't want nothing to do and talk to you. Anyway, Gil's the one that makes the whole show really w- work well, and he gets to talk to me quietly in my ear. And he, he knows a few bad words. He really does. Anyway, let's go to Mike real quick and finish up. Mike, you've got that uh, 08 Lexus. You've got 175,000 yeah. miles, and you've got two more questions. I'm ready. Yeah, hey, thanks, Mark. Yeah, this is alternator. Okay, we put a new alternator in it about two months ago. The other one started smoking. Put it, put it in, and uh, it just changed. My son, one whisker, put it in. Something happened. Either way, the light stays on. My uh, the red battery light comes on. Uh-huh. Anyway, the bus fuse got melted. For the whole fuse thing, which we replaced, the big bus fuse, you know, that has, it connects from the battery, that big main fuse. Okay, had that what's all the redone. problem? What's the question? Well, here's the thing. When the car is idling, the when I put my voltmeter on the battery, the volts are all over the place. It's going down to 12.3, uh, up to... 13-2, we put the voltmeter right to the alternator, right right to the terminal, to the frame. Same thing. It's okay. The voltage is all over the place, plus the light won't go off. Okay. I, I, I don't test things like that, so there's nothing of meaningful value. Um, and so you're... There's a good chance that he hit. He didn't disconnect the battery before he took took that alternator off. Probably he, not. Okay, so well, everything good thing. else has been replaced on the side. You, you, Mike, you can't. It, no, stop, Mike. It doesn't make any difference. You can keep talking, and it's not going to change it. If the bus fuse blew, we had a dead short ground, and the alternator's probably not going to work. It's got at least one of the diodes out of it. That's why it's keeping the light on, and your your voltages are all over. Now, normally, without the bus fuse blown and this big calamity going on, I probably would want to take a look at that myself because I don't know what kind of digital volumeter you're using, how sensitive it is, or is it taking a snapshot of one second and posting the information on the screen? I don't know. So let's move on past the alternator. You had one other question. 
Oh, that was it. I was just wondering if the alternator would just be running at like 13, 14 normal in a normal car. It's going to run between dead battery voltage and and probably 14 volts. So if the key's in your pocket and the headlights are off and you hit the battery and it's 12.8, then it's going to be north of 12.8. And somewhere between 12.8 and 14 volts is what you're going to see at the battery. But i got to run. Thanks, Mike. Allie, you're up next. How can I help you? Yeah, um, if you were to hire a new technician, what technical school here in the Valley would you like to see on their resume? It's it's nice to have that, and um, there is uh, AAI is my favorite one, and and there's some community colleges that also have some automotive uh, classes that someone can take. Um, more important than where they came from the school, you see, when they go to school, and I'm going to speak for just myself, I know I have over the last 40 years I have been around that and there are teachers in there that are rogue teachers and there's teachers in there I wish worked for me and so the spread is rather immense there's also a cost associated because there's schools in in Phoenix that charge these kids 50 and 60 thousand dollars for an education and 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 the kids are really well learned by books but when it comes to actually doing the work it's a little different story and and I, I hate to see a kid start with a $50,000, $60,000 debt. However, there sure. is a young man that just recently came out of the other school on the west side. He got a job at the local Chevrolet dealership, and I talked to the service writer or the service manager, and he said, this kid is a homer. He said he is just as good as they come. He has an understanding of fundamentals. He said he is just gets it. And he says he's going to be one of our top techs in no time at all. Now, that's one out of every 50 probably who just has a natural talent. But I want experience. So I want the kid to come out, and I want him to work at the tire store and I, at this light-duty place. I want him to work at the lube center. I want him to be kind of well-rounded and had some industry time as opposed to book time. And so that, that's kind of what I would want. But I don't speak for all the shops out there. I, I, I wouldn't do that. Okay. Okay. All right. I appreciate that. Yes. Thank you. You're welcome, Allie. 602 508 I'm going to get that in just a second. Uh, Kurtz Automotive has been on my repair list, best shopper list for, gosh, I don't know how long. He's at I-17 in Bell Road. I can just tell you this. When I send somebody to Kurtz and they have a problem either nobody can find or nobody or somebody bid it really high or whatever, I don't know that ever anybody's ever called me back and be mad and, and mad at me or mad at Kurtz. Now, yes, both of us have had customers who have been mad at us at a, at a time, and I think both of us are really good at making those people friends again. It's just a matter of getting to the bottom of it and figure out what's who's mad at who and why. And a lot of times, if the customer, it, when we when we're faced with a customer in front of us who demands a refund, it's not really the money. It isn't the money. It's do I want to keep you? <laughs> That's it. <laughs> if you're a loudmouth SOB and you're using bad words like I just did and you're yelling and screaming and, and I can clearly tell that you've been talking to the three-whiskered kid down at the auto parts store and half of what's coming out of your mouth is BS and I'm just listening to it, I don't want you. And I'm probably going to tell you no. I'm not going to give you a $7.50 or a $75 refund. On the other hand, 
if you're really nice and you're clearly conflicted about all the information you've got and you're willing to give me the break, uh, 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 give me a, a break on this one, uh, I'll write the check. That's what it's really all about it for me. It has everything to do if I want to keep you. And, and if I look and you're a brand new customer and this is the first time you're in and you're mad because we rotated the tires and, and when, we, when we checked your brakes, then okay, goodbye, find another shop. The flip side of the coin is, is I've got people that have been doing business with me for 40 years and they walk on water. And when they want something, they better get it as far as Mark Salem's concerned. So it is, it is an issue that has everything to do with that. And Kurtz is one of those shops. He's at I-17 in Bell. Okay, who's next? Tony is next. Tony, good morning. How can I help you? Morning. Uh, I had a little issue last night. Uh, my daughter-in-law borrowed my, I have a 2018 Dodge Ram, 5.7 Hemi. Okay. And she accidentally put a diesel in the tank and drove two miles home. Okay. Um, I'm wondering, wondering if I have to take it to the dealership or is there something I can do at home to like siphon the tank and, or is it going to cause serious issues if I, if I, if I need to take, or if there's a shop around here, okay. maybe. I don't know. Well, how much I did she, that. okay. How much did she put in it? She put in six gallons. It was $25. Okay. You know how much diesel is these days. Fair, so. fair enough. Fair enough. And how full was the tank? The tank was pretty empty. Okay. Well, here's, I'm going to think out loud here. She drove it home, so we're not in stress here. We're not, this is not a a heart attack that's happening. She drove it home. Well, she got down the road. She got down the road and she said that it started bogging down. Okay. All right. Well, that that's okay. That's that's I expect okay. to that. But there was there wasn't any there wasn't any no engine noise. There there was she got home one way or the other. She got home. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, if you let me just explain the procedure. When you take you take it to the shop, we're going to siphon everything out of the tank, and we're going to replace the fuel filter. We're going to put some gas in it, and we're going to go drive the heck out of it, and then we're going to give it back to you. Oh. Okay. That's what we're going to do. Now the fact that it's still running and it probably would start right now. And yeah. it's going to have it, – it's one of those things that when you get it back after you have it repaired, the, the, a good thing to do would be take your wife to Flagstaff and stay overnight. Amen. Oh, there you go. See? She <laughs> called first, though. Tony, she called first. And the reason I'm saying that is because is I need to get that catalytic converter good and hot. And I, okay. wanna, and, and I know that I'm going to be sending a little diesel fuel downstream. And I don't okay. want to take a chance. But the, the, the shop – tilted the car to the left or whichever side the filler neck's on if it's on the driver's side we tilt it to the left and then we stick our siphon tube in there and, <laughs> and sometimes we just drop the tank and empty the son of a gun out yeah so okay. uh, the only thing and it's got a one in 50 chance that you might have a cat code or an oxygen sensor code down the road but as long as it idles good and runs good if i got a yellow check engine light I'd reset it, and I'd drive it. If it came back again, then I'd have somebody deal with it. But I'm thinking okay. Little America, Flagstaff, overnight, candlelight dinner. How am I doing, Mom? That's great. Okay. That's great. <laughs> <All right. laughs> so do you think it's safe for me to drive up to the shop or something? Or just I could probably get one of those siphoners and siphon it out myself as best as I can and fill it up and then just try to run it hard for a little bit. Yeah. I, I mean... How far is the shop? Well, I'm in Buckeye, so I mean there is a couple shops up there. Um, 
something just, within I'm a mile? Not, no, it's about two miles. Okay. I mean, I wouldn't yeah. have a problem having it towed, too, just to be on the safe side. I, I would be more comfortable. I think the, the you're much better off in, in having it towed. Okay. I, I, I think it's much better off, and, and, and I think you need to in, interview the shop before you tow it there. Okay. So All you right. call them up, and, 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 and please allow me. My daughter put what I think is about X amount of gallons of gas in a tank that already – or diesel in a tank that da-da-da. And so yeah. she drove it home, and with the exception of this little hitch, um, it still runs. So um, can you can you ballpark for me um, what it's going to cost? And tell me what you would do if this was your truck, and and, and I'm on the other end of the phone. Well, I, okay. I'm either going to pull the tank or I'm going to siphon it out, and I'm going to drop a camera down in there. We all have those fancy cameras. Yeah. So I'll drop a camera down there, and I'll see that, oh, I need to lift the front up and tilt it towards the driver's side because that corner is the one I didn't get. Yeah. <laughs> and so okay. I'll do that. And okay. and, 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 there's, and then I'm going to fill it full of gas, and I'm going to replace the fuel filter at the same time, and then I'm going to go drive it to make sure that when I give it back to you, the check engine light isn't on. And all of that is going to cost you um an easy two hundred dollars. And if they have to pull the tank, it's gonna be three hundred dollars. Okay. Now I am thinking the work, you know, I take it to the ship and now if I have problems down the road my warranty's gonna be voided for motor issues or whatnot, but well, um, this happens a lot and, and okay. I wanna tell you motor issues down the road, either you got them or you don't. Okay, okay, that's all there is to it. If if you if she hurt that motor, then it's hurt now. Oh, and, and, okay. And so th- this is not anything that somebody three months, three thousand miles, or three years later is going to go. Oh, you must have put diesel in this thing. We're going to void your warranty. Of course, I wouldn't put it past independent shops of saying that, or dealerships saying that, or whatever chain stores saying that. But I think if you have a receipt and you say, wait a minute. I've driven that. This happened at thirty-one thousand miles, and I've and I got eighty-one thousand on it. Fifty thousand miles ago, you're going to avoid my warranty because you said that you knew that I put diesel in it fifty thousand miles ago. Yeah. Okay, well, I'm I'm going to go get the Eagle or the Beaver, and he's going to call you and talk to you. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, you made me feel a lot better. I appreciate it because, of course, it was doom and gloom last night. I, I had to go to work this morning, take my wife's car, so I appreciate that. I'm going to get right on it and. Okay, but wait, wait. Appreciate your info and your help. And, and I, I understand what you're saying, but is there any other apologies to the young lady that did this accidentally? Uh, she got. She's, this is a poor girl. Yeah, she's stressed okay. out, but we'll we'll talk to her, and I'm sure she'll. Uh, she'll okay, be well, happy. I want I want to tell you something. The majority of the people that do that are supposed to be a lot smarter than they showed then. <laughs> and I want to tell you, this happens all the time. Now, I also want to tell you, my 42-year-old son's done this, I don't know how many times. On He drives a diesel truck and a gas truck and blah, blah, blah. So when you look at the big picture, and, and I want to tell you that I'm, I'm standing up, my right hand is in the air, and I must confess that I've done this twice, and I also put a whole bunch of gas a whole bunch of diesel in one of my gas tractors. So I must confess. And it was probably your wife's fault anyway, Tony. It's probably her fault. So skip the Flagstaff trip. Okay, buddy? Okay, thank you very much. I got to run. We're going to take a break, and we'll be right back. Hello, I'm Greg May, owner of Phoenix Body Works. For 35 years, we've been demonstrating our workmanship, our honesty, 
our integrity, and our exceptional customer service. We are blessed to have so many repeat customers who refer their friends and family. We have ethical, loyal technicians who have been with us for years. They are ICAR certified, which means they are up to date on the latest technology and techniques. So your repairs meet or exceed industry standards. Our technicians are truly part of our family. We are very capable of fixing your car. We pull off damaged parts. We pull your frame and body mounts back to where they should be. Then we install the new parts. We align both the front and rear end. Then your car is back to the way it was when new. Our customers come from all over the valley. I'm Greg May. Remember, it's your vehicle. You pick the shop, not the insurance company. Phoenix Body Works, we want to be your collision repair specialist. Call us, 623-582-1434, Monday through Friday, 9 to noon on Saturday. Take the Patriot with you wherever you go. The 960 The Patriot mobile app, your Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and Odyssey.com. It's your voice of reason 24-7. Distracted driving is dangerous, Arizona. When you pick up your phone to send a text message, you're putting lives at risk. When you pick up your phone to take a call, you're putting lives at risk. When you pick up your phone to check an email, you're putting lives at risk. And now, when you pick up your phone while driving, it's also against the law in Arizona. Don't get a ticket. Don't pick up your phone. Sponsored by Arizona Chapter National Safety Council and Governor's Office of Highway Safety. Wings for Warriors Foundation is nationally recognized 501c3 nonprofit organization in support of veterans, first responders, and their families. Help them celebrate 10 years of service at their upcoming Veterans Day Gala, a night of honoring and giving, Thursday, November 11th from 7 to 10 p.m. at the Madison Center for the Arts. There will be a dessert and cocktail reception with live music performances, silent and live auctions, an impactful keynote speaker, and much, much more. Wings for Warriors Foundation supports the holistic needs of veterans, first responders, Responders and their families with transformational growth, well-being, and spiritual fitness. This event will be raising funds to support faith-based trauma counseling, equine therapy, Gold Star Family Retreats, hyperbaric oxygen treatment for PTS and TBI, and camaraderie and healing adventures. Wings for Warriors Foundation goes above and beyond the call of duty for our military and first responder communities. For further event details, tickets, or sponsorships, please visit wingsforwarriors.org. Help them celebrate 10 years of service at their upcoming Veterans Day. Gala. You know, in 1988, I put together the best car repair shops list, and I, it's because I know these guys, and my list has uh, test, been through the test of time. It's a good list, and on my website, it says that if you have a problem with one of my shops and they don't perform as they're told by a, some dispute resolution place, then I'll pay for your car. I'll pay for your car, and I think the number's like $2,000 or $5,000. I don't even remember because I never paid it. So the idea is, is, and a good example is Action Auto Repair, I-17 in Deer Valley, family-owned, operated. I've known Tom since 1983. He has master certified technicians, and he's a good guy. So if you're in the, anywhere near I-17 in Deer Valley, he's on the northwest corner, Action Auto Repair, great shop. Caroline, you're next. Oh, yes. Hi. Hi. Do you know anyone that's good in the East Valley? Yes, ma'am. What part of town are you live? Give me major cross streets. Um, Main Street between Greenfield, <clears throat> Greenfield and Higley. Okay, I have a really good shop called Thompson's Auto Repair that's on Main Street and Stapley, just east on the south side of the road. Oh, yeah. Brian Vivian um, comes from the Vivian family that started pumping gas and fixing cars in the fifties and the sixties in Mesa, and Brian Vivian's uncle Ken Vivian hired me when I was 
15 years old, and I worked at his Shell gas station, so I've known that family wow. that long. Now, his wife um, <laughs> is a, is also from a family, and um, and and I knew Cecil Thompson, and I knew all those guys that had Shell stations back in Mesa back then as well. So both of the, the husband and wife have come together and brought two families that started in the gas station business, certainly in the 50s and the 60s in Mesa. So they're going to be around, and when you walk in and shake their hand, you'll know why I recommend them. All right. I've heard of them. You know, that that brought back a memory. Well, thanks for that. I have a question about the Kia uh, class, proposed class action settlement suit for um, all these engine failures. Do you know anything about that? I've got a Kia Optima 2013 2.7 liter. And okay. I took it to a mechanic, and he said, by the time I repair everything, you, you just put a second-hand engine in. It'll be cheaper. And I owe 4000 on the car, so I don't want to just, you know, dump the car. Yeah. What's it doing now, though? Let's get to that first. What's it doing now? Well, it's been parked for over a year because I had to leave the country. Okay. Um, I'm probably way too late for this class action suit. But when I was turning it on, it was, it would, it was sort of... It was hard to start it. It would sort of rumble and shake and then nothing, and then I'd have to keep turning the ignition, nothing, nothing, and then it would start. And then it got and, to the point where it felt like it was, you know, an army tank. Okay, so it was running rough. On, okay. Very rough. Okay, yeah. okay, that's what we need. All right, and did it use oil, or did you see oil coming out of the tailpipe? I don't, well... I don't think there was oil coming out of the tailpipe, but I never smoke. looked, to be honest. Blue, blue smoke. You smoke? would have no, noticed blue. No, no, okay. no. All right. Didn't smell I think what smoke. I disagree with what little I know about the vice you, you've been giving, given. I think mm-hmm. that should go to the dealer. I think you should let them mm-hmm. look at it. And I think you have mm-hmm. a 50-50 chance of them saying, this is a known problem. We are providing assistance. The next okay. question is, is tell me what you're going to pay and what I'm going to pay. And oftentimes mm-hmm. there's, it's going to be prorated based on the mileage on the car. So if your car has small amount of mileage, they pay the lion's share of the bill. Well, but about 185,000 miles. Okay. okay, you have to understand that that's eight times around the equator. So that's, I mean, it's 200,000 miles. It's not like you've been sitting in the same bar stool for the last couple of years. I'm kidding you, of course. Okay. But I think you belong there. I don't like used engines because the used engine has the same problems yours did. Right. I don't know what I'm getting, and there's no warranty. I think there's no guarantee or warranty on it. So if I pay 1500 it blows up, then I'm... Stuck. Well, and and the and oftentimes the warranty is prorated again, and it'll only cover the part but not the labor. And of course, op, tar, mm. taking an engine in and out is the big dog line item. So, and yeah. and and there are plenty of rebuilt cars, and 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 then what happens if we found a newer model one that was a direct interchange, and it had already had these problems fixed in a right. in a wrecking yard. So if we went in and did our research and said, "Hey, anything made after February of 17 is fixed." Oh, look at this one was crashed in 18 and it had 65,000 miles on it. Bingo, mm-hmm. that might be Caroline's motor. Right. So but there's a little bit of like work for getting parts now, Mark, because isn't the inventory really is it bad because no, of part- the shortage of parts? That That is true right now, but this is going to blow over, and to be perfectly honest with you, I think 
that many shops are using that excuse, um, and it's not true. We have two full-time parts guys that handle 20 bays. We do lots and lots of work. It is true that every once in a while we have to change the part number to find the part. So I need a starter that's a one, two, three, four, but that's the number of the brand. So then I cross that number, and it's an A, B, C, D, E, and oh, there's one of them over here. So sometimes you have to change the part number. Sometimes you have to do a little creative book working. But yes, mm-hmm. my my business is impacted. We deal with this kind of an issue maybe 5 to 10% of the day. The rest of the time, it's blow-and-go cars. Yeah. So you know, Mark, other... this is the, I just got the dial Patriot Radio I love um, station, and I just heard your program today for the first time, and I'm if I could get, be a mechanic, I would love to be. I'm just into all this. I want to know how things work. But where are you located? Where are you located? Where are you located? No, no. Well, you... I'm on Maine between Greenfield and Higley, but I'm okay. also in Northeast Phoenix. I'm okay. a long story. All right, Good. no problem. I'm I'm at Warner and I ten. So I'm in Tempe oh. on and near the uh, oh, well, okay. that that what that furniture company down at the end of the road there. Um, there's, I know where you mean. You're yeah. near the dealership of the Kia. Yeah, yeah, we are. And, and, and I and haven't it, had all my work done at Kia dealership to be honest with you. Um, I didn't have good experiences. I tried three of them. And, and, and let so, me explain. You're not obligated, they, whether your car is new or not, to have anybody do mm-hmm. anything. You're allowed to go wherever you mm-hmm. want, and they can't void your warranty. If you want to drive that far, yeah. we, we can certainly answer the question is, is are you part of the, what's wrong with your car, and is that part of some problem? And if so, then usually our parts department and certainly our management team, which is my daughter and mm-hmm. my son, they, they know mm-hmm. someone at a dealership that they can call and say, well, would you take this car by the hand for us? So we, I see. Okay. We, we have that. And if you're going to go to Salem, Salem Boys Auto is the name, of it, then you're going to ask for Andy or Alan. Andy okay. or Alan. B-O-Y-D-S? Um, Alan. Andy is A-N-D-I. She, that's my daughter. Uh-huh. And she bosses around her older brother, and his name is Alan. And, yes, it's boys, B-O-Y-S. B-O-Y-S. Salem but what, we're not here to sell you a motor. We're here to help you take the next step in intelligent things. So a little bit of okay. what's going on and a little bit of identifying. Because we have all the computers and, and, the, and the software necessary right, to right. figure out what this recall is all about or what this you know this problem is. Are you part of the problem or not? And, and they can help you. Okay? The only problem is I need to tow it. It's not drivable. Um, yeah, and you would use your road service. And you would call them, and they would send a tow truck, mm-hmm. and then they would deliver to us. Okay. All right. All right. Got to run. Thank you very much. All right. I'm up against a break. I got to go. Bye. Did you know Rain Tree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs? Andy Val, the dad, and his sons Tom and Paul operate Rain Tree Auto Body in North Scottsdale. They've been around since 1972. Sure, they fix Kias and Hondas and Chevys and Fords, but they are rated the best for their ability to correctly repair the Mercedes-Benz. Remember, Rain Tree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs. They have a machine called the Select Bench. It's the same jig they assemble your car on. Raintree can put your car back to its pre-loss condition with 100% accuracy. Raintree Auto Repair is a BBB member with a plus rating. Raintree Auto Repair provides free estimates and they'll give you a lifetime warranty on all paint and bodywork. 
They use the best glasserate paint, and it's waterborne paint, so it has no environmental effect. For more information, stop by RaintreeAutoBodyInc.com. America, for all its glory. But freedom is never more than one generation away from extinction. America, for its fight. The only way they can inherit the freedom we have known is if we fight for it, protect it, defend it, and then hand it to them with the well-taught lessons of how they in their lifetime must do the same. 960 The Patriot presents America, for which it stands, and how to defend her in an age of authoritarianism and censorship with Dennis Prager, Larry Elder, and Charlie Kirk, the most important event of the year. November 16th at the historic Orpheum Theater. Dennis Prager, Larry Elder, and Charlie Kirk. One night only. Tickets and event info at 960thepatriot.com. You and I don't do this. Then you and I may well spend our sunset years telling our children and our children's children what it once was like in America when men were free. Tickets and event info at 960thepatriot.com. Take an ordinary putty knife and scrape off the old wax ring. Place the new wax ring over the flange, then line up the bolts with the bowl and gently set in place, making sure a proper seal is created with the flange and drain. Next. Um, Dad? Uh, yeah, sweetie. Is that an old plumbing manual? Oh, um, yeah, yeah, honey. We really need to get some new books. Right. Um, do do you want me to stop? Nah, I kind of want to know how it ends. Okay. Tighten the bolts, line up the flushing valve to the opening in the top of the bowl, and secure the tank with a screwdriver and crescent wrench. (laughs) The smallest moments can have the biggest impact on a child's life. Take time to be a dad today. Call 877-4DAD-411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Welcome back, everybody. 33 minutes after the hour of 11 o'clock. My name is Mark Salem, and the lines are open, 602-508-0960. There's a place in Sun City called Autodynamics. I've been around Chuck Nyday since 1968. Now, Chuck, in that era was like many of the other gas station guys, a little on the rough edge side. But I can tell you this much. It's not that way now for me or for him. So if you say you're in Sun City and you want the most trusted repair facility, I'm going to send you to Auto Dynamics, the north side of Grand Avenue, just west of 99th Avenue. I know him and his family, and I know he's a good guy, and I know they can fix cars and do a good job at it. So that's Automotive Dynamics, north side of Grand, just west of 99th Avenue. And I'm looking at my screen and looking at my clock, and that's the reason why I had that little hiccup. Let's go to the phones. Elaine, good morning. How can I help you? Hey, Mark. First, I wanted to tell you, thank you so much for doing this show. I enjoy it in every kind of way. Um, what I'm calling about is uh, I have a 2010 Mazda 3, and it has developed a vibration between 40 and 50 miles an hour. So the vibration isn't violent, but it's noticeable, and it's really disconcerting. And it's okay. something I can feel in the seat and in the gas pedal. It's not something I'm feeling through the steering wheel. Okay. What part of town do you live in? Um, I live um, in north, uh, north Central, uh, Union Hills and Cave Creek. Okay. Uh, I would take it to Tom Blackwell's, Blackwell Automotive, 40th and uh, Greenway. And I would I would tell Christy 
um, his right-hand person, that Mark Salem uh-huh. said, there's no way in God's green earth that Blackwell can tell you what's vibrating on the car, <laughs> but we thought we'd give him a chance. <laughs> and, and, and here's, you, 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 I, you know, if you were in front of me, I would have given you a hug because w- this is what we don't hear. You, you answered all my questions before I got to ask them. And so you're telling me it shakes the whole car because you, you feel it in your pedals, we feel it in the steering wheel, and you feel it in your butt. So it's shaking yeah. the whole car. So that helps us so much. Now, the only thing that you could do, you get along 45 miles an hour or whatever, you get it to happen. Then yeah. when you take your foot completely off the gas, it's still there? It stops. It stops. When I'm, coast, when it, when I'm coasting, it stops vibrating. Even though you're moving? Even though I'm moving. Okay, fair enough, fair enough, fair enough. So you can demonstrate that pretty easy. That's not going to be one of those that you're going to take the technician for a ride and say, well, we have to drive it 17 and a half miles, and then we have to go <laughs> to this Dairy Queen, and then we have to get out. You don't do that. But this yeah. this this should not, on a 1 to 10 scale, I think this is the 3 or a 4. And Mark, especially if you is can it, get Tom or one of his... To- if you get Tom and one of his guys sit next to you first, and they should say, you show me, you drive it, you show me, okay. then I want to switch places, and I want to make it happen. And and I'll tell you what, there is a 75% chance that a technician that drives it, when he's on his way back to the shop, he already knows where to look. Right. Because we're that good. And, and Blackwell, you, you just tell him Mark Salem said you don't have a prayer in hell of diagnosing this, so you better uh, you know, send me to your best technician. And, uh, and, <laughs> yeah. and, and he'll we'll probably crawl out of his office and come and drive your car. But anyway, that's what I would do. He, he's a good guy. That's, that sounds good. Hey, Mark, is this safe to drive like if I'm dashing from my house to QT? I don't know the answer to that, but l- let, me, let me dive in a little deeper. So you're driving down the road. When does the vibration come? What speed? It comes, it comes between forty and fifty, and it stops at fifty. If I'm going, if I'm on the, if I'm on the freeway and I'm at sixty, I'm not feeling it. It's between, in that forty to fifty. Okay, it's in the drivetrain. Ha ha, we're we're halfway there. <laughs> and well, when well, it when it makes the vibration, can you feel it in the steering wheel? No, I feel it Good. in my butt and then up through the um, up through the gas pedal. Okay. Okay. Good. 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 I think now. Here's what I want you to try. This is gonna now. Listen to me carefully. You're driving mm-hmm. along, and your foot, your right foot, you're you're at a specific speed, and it's happening. Okay. Right. I want you to take your left foot and gently apply the brake till you feel it grab a little bit. You're gonna concentrate on this. Yeah, yeah. Just gently apply the brake. Now, here's what my madness is telling you. I want the transmission to get into overdrive and lock up. So you have speed one, two, three, then you have overdrive, and then you have lock up, which is four and five gears. Okay, let's right. we'll talk yeah. about that. So what I'm doing is, is I'm having you get to where you're in the vibration, and then I'm having you touch the brake pedal, which disengages lock up and overdrive, and it goes away. That's a transmission problem. That may be bad news, but you right. walk in Got and you in. say, here's what I do. I go this fast, 51 miles an hour, and, and I feel it in the seat of my pants. I feel it all over the car. And I take my left foot and I just gently apply the brake pedal, maybe enough to shine the lights, but not enough to slow it down. And all of a sudden, magically, the car is smooth. And then I let go and I count to about 10 and here comes the vibration again. How okay. many miles are on it? 
I'm bumping up against 160. Okay. If now this this doesn't necessarily mean this needs a whole new transmission. It could just need a torque converter. But if you take the torque converter out and you dump it out and it's all full of metal, now it needs a transmission. But okay. we'll, we'll cross that bridge when we get there, okay? Got it, got it. Now, that helps a ton. Thank you so very much. Okay, well, good luck to you. Th- oh, Elaine? Yeah. The reason why I ask, ask Gil to ask you if um, you were a friend of mine is I have two friends of mine that are named Elaine. And and it's I wouldn't put it past them for them to call and give me some kind of a convoluted story about a car problem that their husband's helping them talk about in an effort to just have me not know which direction to go. So that's why I said, do you know, Mark? Because if it was a yes, I would be prepared. That's super funny. Okay. All righty. Thank you, Elaine. Thanks. All right, Have we're going to take a break. 602-508-0960 if you'd like to jump in. 602-508-0960, and we'll be right back. Mark Levin tries some new slogans for the Democrats. The Democrat Party, the home of slavery. That's its history. The Democrat Party, the home of segregation. The Democrat Party, always the home of racism. The Democrat Party, the home of anti-Semitism. That's what it is. That's what it's always been. I can name one leading slave supporter after another in the history of the Democrat Party. Mark Levin, weeknights at 9 on Intelligent Talk 960, The Patriot. If you're living with diabetes and using insulin, you know the pain of pricking your fingers over and over again. By wearing a small remote device called a continuous glucose monitor or CGM, you can reduce the pain of pricking your fingers right away. If you're testing your blood sugar four or more times per day, injecting insulin three or more times per day, or using an insulin pump, call the Diabetic Health Hotline today and learn about the latest CGM technology. A CGM can immediately reduce pain. It's accurate, easy to use, and helps you make better diabetes treatment decisions. And if you have Medicare, you can get a new CGM at little or no out-of-pocket cost. Plus, get free shipping, and we'll bill your insurance company for you. Call now to receive your new continuous glucose monitor at little or no out-of-pocket cost. Paid for by U.S. Medical Supply. Call 800-611-6638. That's 800-611-6638. Again, 800-611-6638. That's 800-611-6638. They knock us down. We get stronger. They try to silence us, but our voice just got louder. The new wave is coming. We've succeeded. People just don't want to recognize it because it challenges their narrative. It challenges their assumption. So they got to try to find a boogeyman. Brace socialism, they think it's great. If you want to go outside and celebrate Joe Biden, if you want to kick around a pillowed effigy of Donald J. Trump, that's perfectly safe. The tech overlords censoring our speech, right? I call this diet fascism. They say, you can't see this, you can't see this. We're doing it to protect you. It's for it's for your safety. Speaker Pelosi was holding the American people hostage for political gain. This was never about what was best for the American people, never about honest policy disagreement. It was about preventing President Trump from getting any credit. It was about politics. Candace, DeSantis, Crenshaw. Really, the conservative voice has never been stronger. 960 The Patriot, a voice that speaks for you. 
Take a look under your bed. Find stuff under there? What about jobs? No? Now try your basement. There's a pair of overalls that overall you're not so into anymore. A perfectly good laptop that hasn't sat in your lap in months. And even more stuff, but still no jobs? Well, you really have both. See, stuff is defined as household articles considered as a group. Sometimes this stuff is no longer needed. Wait, no longer needed? That can't be right. Because remember those jobs you were looking for? Those are really needed, and they're the stuff inside your stuff. Even inside that winter coat that moved with you to Phoenix. Our job is to unlock those jobs, and it starts when you donate your stuff to your local Goodwill. Here's how we do it. When you donate to Goodwill, we sell your stuff to provide job training for people right here in your community. So just by teaming up with Goodwill, you help create jobs. And isn't that worth partying with the leftover guitar from your 80s cover band? Goodwill. Donate stuff, create jobs. Find your nearest donation center at Goodwill.org. A message from Goodwill and the Ad Council. Well, 44 minutes after the hour of 11 o'clock, my name is Mark Salem. Every Saturday here on KKNT at 10 o'clock to, to noon, we're talking about car and car repair stuff. Been doing this since 1988. Uh, I'm a master tech, and I've been in the auto repair business um, since 1979. And when I was in high school, I worked at Ken's Broadway Shell at uh, Priestin Broadway. And uh, and so I've I've got a lot of years of experience. And I also have worked for many, many wonderful shop owners who have taught me a lot. And I've also worked for a couple... (laughs) That taught me what not to do. So I, I have experience on both sides. Strictly Diesel Service and Repair is a great shop. They're up in North Phoenix, I-17 and Pinnacle Peak Road. Nate is Strictly Diesel, but he says quietly, if you have a diesel, we work on your diesel and your wife's car needs an oil change, we can take care of that. So Strictly Diesel, Nate, he's one of the best guys I know, and he knows Dodge, Chevys, and the Rams like no one else I know. He's really, really good. North Phoenix, Pinnacle Peak Road, and I-17. And if you call and leave a message, he'll typically call you back. Just try to control the amount of time you take of his. Um, He said not too long ago he had a 51-minute phone conversation, and that costs a lot of money. So, you know, a question, an answer, a little bit of discussion, thank you very much, is kind of what the ideal thing would be. Strictly diesel service and repair. Okay, 602-508-0960 if you want to come in. You've got about 10 minutes, so if you'd like to try us, 602-508-0960. And, John, you're up next. Yeah, I've got a uh, 2002 uh, Blazer. S10 with a V6 in it, and it was missing slightly, so they told me to replace the cap and the rotor, and I did that, and then it started missing worse. And now they're telling me, well, it's probably the fuel injection needs to be replaced. Is there a test so you can make sure what it is? Who, who, don't give me the name or whatever... Who is telling you this? Is this something on the internet where you're in a in a room? No, with no, a... it's a mechanic. My mechanic. Your mechanic just went from an electrical issue to a fuel issue. Yeah. Oh, I'd get rid of him. I'd fire that guy if he was working for me. First of all, that's the very first thing you have to do, is you have to find out if somebody's got a misfire, too much air, too little air, too much fuel, too little fuel, and an and, and errant spark problem. That's the first thing you got to do. So, so he thinks it's a good idea that let's do cap and rotor. Oh, that isn't it. So let's do this. Oh, that isn't it. And now let's flush your fuel injectors. Well, 
that's the worst of our industry. That's the worst of our industry. And so, I mean, I can't tell you what's wrong with it, but I can tell you on a 1 to 10 scale, this is about a 5. So it just doesn't take that long to figure out what it is. And But obviously, we have engine analyzers and handheld scanners that cost me more than my first house in 1973 for $33,000. So, I mean, we do have, and, and, and there are so many shops in the, in the Valley that have the same equipment, and, and a couple of them probably more than me. But, you know, I think what you should do is, is rather than having somebody with a Ouija board guess about what your problem is, I think you should have it diagnosed. And I think you should look at the shop in the eye and say, you're sure about this diagnosis, right? I might want to do this repair myself. So you need to do that. But... Um, I, I I would be no better than him um, guessing whether it's fuel or spark because the, the symptoms of, of an errant spark or a bad spark plug or a bad wire or a bad cap or a bad rotor can very well be, if you have fuel injected, the same as an injector. But to replace both of those, what happens if you get to both of those and you find out that what's wrong is is that the breather element is stuck and the breather element's $22 and the PCV valves has collapsed and so has the hose. I mean, we're going to fix that for 50 bucks after you spent hundreds or thousands. So it's not a good idea to, to have somebody diagnose your car over the phone or over the net because they're no better at guessing than I am and they probably don't have a Ouija board as good as mine. So... I, what part of town do you live in? Can I offer you some help? I'm in North Tempe. Okay. Um, my car is, you know, is barely drivable. Is it going to hurt it to drive it like that, or, well, or do I need to go to where I want to get it? Where you're telling me to go? Okay, I can't tell you if it's good to drive because I don't know what's wrong with it. Um, uh-huh. Let me. Let me just think here for a minute. Um, I don't have, you know, one of my best car repair shops up in that area. Um, I, I'm way down south in Tempe. I'm trying to think of, I'll tell you what, do this. Um, can you write down my email address, mark at marksalem.com? Mark at marksalem.com. Yep. Send me an email. And I'll find a shop in your area that's not part of my list, but I do know a lot of the, a lot of the owners, and um, and I'll put you two guys together. Okay. All righty. Okay. And then we'll decide what we're going to do after that. All righty. Anyway, we've got to find out what the problem is first. Then we've got to put an estimate to it. Then we have to you have to say to the shop owner, you're sure about this diagnosis because I'm not going to spend two hundred or eight hundred or eleven hundred. Then find out that you say, oh well, it, it's still there. It's probably the transmission. And so, you know, you don't want to make sure, but that's what I'm going to try to do. So I'm going to try to find somebody to uh, to help you. Oh, you know what? You know what? I'll tell you right now. Bell Automotive on the Pima and McDowell. Bell Automotive, Pima Road in Scottsdale and McDowell. I can guarantee you that Craig can find out what's wrong with your car. Okay. So. Okay. And he's right, like I say, he's right there on the 101, which is Pima Road, 101 and McDowell on the north side of the road. That shop's been there for 50 years. And Carol Bell owned it, and, and then his daughter 
and her husband took it over. Craig is one of the best technicians I've ever met in my life. I would love to have him to work for me, but he owns his own shop, so Craig can find it. I promise you that, okay? Okay. Okay. All righty. Good enough. Thank you very much. All righty. Oh, we got another caller. Who's that? Who's that? Say hello to Larry. Larry, good morning. Hey, uh, Mark. This is, uh, yeah, this is Larry. I live in Northeast Mesa. I need a break job. Um, who can you recommend near Power, Power and McDowell? That is a very difficult area that I have always had problems with because I have a five-year rule that I need to shop under the same management and, and, and be five years. And the problem is is that a lot of the shops in the East Valley are, are being bought and sold, bought and sold, bought and sold. Here's, here's the best advice I can give you. I can't give you the name of a shop up there, but this is what I'd like you to do. Auto repair shops close to me, that's your query, and then as you look around, click on the auto repair shop icon and look for reviews. I don't want a guy that has five reviews and all five of them are five stars. That means that his mother and his daughter and his sister and his brother signed on. I want you to find somebody with 800 reviews that has a 4.2 star rating. And that would probably be a good place to start. All right. Well, thanks for the advice. All right. Well, good luck to you, Larry. Good luck to you. Um, it's it's, it's, It's tough out there. I've been... I've been around gas stations in Tempe since 1968, and and frankly, it's a very difficult thing because there's lots of turnover in our industry. Who's next? Uh, John. John, good morning. Hey, Mark. Um, Speaking of the devil, I just drove past Bell. I was going to suggest it uh, if you hadn't come up with it. (laughs) Thank you for that, though. Thank you for that. It's kind of like a lightning bolt hit me in the head. Yeah. Anyway, um, I thought I'd impart a little bit of knowledge based on something you said earlier. Um, I've cleaned a lot of corrosion off of a lot of battery terminals, mm-hmm. and fairly recently I found the best liquid dissolving product for um, getting corrosion off of battery terminals. Okay. And it's going to sound strange, but I I'm swear ready. it works. Blue window cleaner, such as Windex. Okay. Um, I use, I'm using Windex at the moment. Um, but you know, store brands fries works just fine. Um, sprayed on and it just, the corrosion just disappears. That's wonderful. That that's wonderful. That kind of information from somebody that has experience in this industry is, is very valuable. Folks, when you clean the battery cables, you have to clean both sides of the nut that holds the cable on. And people, as you know, John, they'll clean the terminal on the battery but as far as the other end of that, they'll oftentimes forget that the backside of that small 5 nut and bolt needs to be cleaned where it hits the inside part of that cable. So, But that's really nifty because what you're saying is is you can stick the cable right into that, that win- window cleaner and watch it work, well, and, and that's cool. Well, using the pump sprayer, you can, you can penetrate it into there. Um, yes. I got sent out to the far west side of, of the valley a couple days ago for a car that uh, a couple guys bought the day before, drove it four hours. They parked it in a little strip mall and went to start it, and it was stone dead. So we couldn't get to it right away, and, and I got it the next evening. And uh, I'm sitting there looking at the at the terminal. I flipped the plastic shell off the top of the positive terminal, and I could see like a faint little bit of fuzz on it. 
it turned out that it had been more heavily corroded, but a guy brushed the excess off the top there. So yeah. anyway, I squirted a load of Windex in there and, and went to loosen the nut to take the, the terminal off and clean, you know, between the post and terminal. And it wasn't even tight enough to, to you know, as soon as I turned the wrench on it, the whole thing rotated. So I pulled it out and the bolt was fused. It would not either loosen or tighten, but I was able to pinch the terminal with a pair of grips and, and get it oblong instead of perfectly round and got it tight enough on the terminal to, to make contact. That's And, and you the wind, have perfectly described that process. Yeah. So anyway, it was a positive terminal. Battery looked almost brand new, but who knows how long that corrosion been there. All right. And the only thing I want to add to that, and this is the old man talking to me, okay? The only thing I want to add is, is when we, we've owned towing companies and service facilities, I teach my guys, or I, I don't teach them, I ask them. When you get there and, and it's, it's, it's a no crank, no start, no click, no nothing, the first thing I want you to do is turn the headlights on. And then as you're working around front, you're standing in front of the headlights, and all of a sudden you touch this, and all of a sudden the headlights come on. You've just found <laughs> the bad connection. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and, and so to keep the headlights on is just a an, an announcement that, hey, idiot, no, I'll, let me change it. Hey, Mark, it the problem is here. And see, in your case, that's exactly what happened. The only difference is is that at that point, I'm sure you just forgot to turn the headlights on because they would have shined right at the at the front of your pants, and you go, okay, well, here we are. And, and you know what yeah, the best no, part I, about this, and you'll agree with this, is the hero mentality. When you walk up, you swagger on up there, you open up the hood, little Grandma Moses is there, she hits the key, nothing happens. You walk over, you turn the headlights on, you grab the key, the terminal, the headlights come on, try it now. Yeah, you need to have your battery cables cleaned. And and at that point, you're her hero for the rest of her life. <laughs> yeah. So well, Because the, the car was a, a fresh purchase used car, um, even though I had it running and, and operational, they didn't trust it, and I didn't trust it. So we, I took it back to the dealer for them. No, that's fine. No, that's fine. That's that's but, that's we're supposed to. Go ahead. Uh, it was it was just you know stone dead. There was nothing lighting up in the vehicle at all. That's why I first went to the battery, and that's when I saw that corrosion and stuff. And I thought, yeah, I think yeah. we're dealing with that. No, and, no, you're uh, right. When you don't have any oh. interior lights, that's the key. But I got to run. I got. I'm up again. Gil, do we have anybody else? Oh, I know. If you would give both of the callers uh, my email address, Mark at MarkSalem.com, Mark at MarkSalem.com. Only you know their names, so you're going to tell me their names off the air. But I'm going to wait for emails from them. And if folks, if you'll tell me how I can call you back, I will. I will call you in ten minutes, and and so if if you're interested, and then we can have an exchange real quick about your car problem. I hate to leave callers um, that have been waiting a while. So, Gil's going to give you my email address, Mark at MarkSalem.com. You send me an email, tell me what your name is, and and um, and give me your phone number. And I call from a blocked line, so I call from a blocked line for obvious reasons. The last thing I need to do is be a 24-hour car guy on the phone, so you can understand that. For the rest of you, my email address, mark at marksalem.com. Our website's marksalem.com, and I appreciate you spending your Saturday with me. Please wear your seatbelt. Please wear your seatbelt, and please wear your seatbelt. 
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.